rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Yo, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And I have to change that. I have so many things to do. I have to change the audio intro. Everything sucks. Well, not everything. We don't have... Well, a lot of things suck. We have... At least there's some hope. That's all. You can only have hope. I was. I mean, it does suck to live in this country, but that's why we do the show, so we change it. Try to make a country that works for more than just the 1%, because it you know, doesn't work for the majority of Americans. And, all right, let me get my head on straight. Thank you hang it, for hanging out tonight. I see the chat room at the Tarabuster YouTube channel filling up with amazing patriots. We are the real patriots, so everyone is welcome. Uh, this is unapologetic liberal talk. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, normalis, normal, <laughs> normalcy. Yeah, that's the word. We're the normal people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, the likes of which the Republicans can only pretend to love. And I want to thank... Okay, sorry, guys, that I was a little late tonight for the show. People were contacting me saying, are we having a show tonight? What time is the show tonight? This is the way it is until we get enough patrons to support the show full-time. We're going to have to be flexible, all of us. But I want to, right now, well, I encourage you guys to become patrons at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I have a, a good announcement. We have not only, we, we have not just one new patron. We have not just two or three or four. There's five new patrons in the past couple of days. Which is, oh, wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four, six? No, no. No, I can't. My eyes must be deceiving me. Let me see something here. But I want to thank these are our new members of our community, of the Tarabuster community. If you want to be like them, go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. just want to make sure of something I should have made sure of before I got on the air. Yes. Okay. Okay. I want to, to I just want to say one thing. Hey. Guys, first of all, tonight's show is brought to us by Mark. (laughs) That's it, Mark. The last show was brought to us by Claire DiBerardino. So thank you, Claire, for becoming a patron at patreon.com. Mark, that's all. He's just Mark, like Cher. Like Madonna, it's Mark. We we have, we don't have a last name, so that's okay. Mark, thank you for becoming a patron. And I don't even know how to do this. There's there's many patrons, but I'm sure you want to hear. <laughs> Stephanie Vollering, 
thank you for becoming a patron. And then... I know, we got one more. Hal Veal, thank you for going to patreon.com slash taradevlin and becoming a patron. Supporting the real liberal media. And last, but not least... Rodney D. Brew, thank you. All of the new patrons, Claire, Mark, Stephanie, Hal, and Rodney, thank you so much for supporting this show. This is Unapologetic Liberal Media. It's nice to be amongst such amazing company. You guys keep me going. Really, you get me out of bed in the morning because sometimes it's not, oh, it's not easy. What was I going to say? It ain't easy, isn't it? It sucks. So thank you for keeping the show going and keeping the show growing. That's the best. All right, guys, and Richard W. and Jim and JD, thank you for your super chats. All right, so that's it for the plugs for now. All right, I apologize. I know this. It's just a lot, you can't help it. I have to save. Uh, hello to the new patrons, and also, um, we're going to figure out, I don't know, there's going to be more stuff for patrons coming down the pike. I, it has to happen. So whatever happens, whatever swag that's going to be made or whatever, everybody who's a patron will get one, okay? And then we'll figure out some other things, all right? It's very difficult. I need an assistant. All right, my g friends, my guys, guys, guys. So, Moses, today when I was, as I live in this country, and I consume the media, that's because human beings are storytellers. Where we want to, we want we want to to be seen by each other. That's really why we all live in community and. Yeah, we're interdependent. That's how Mother Nature made us. But as I'm watching, uh, this is kind of like what we were saying. For the, well, I've been saying this since I became politically aware. But everywhere we look are the consequences of republicanism. Enough is enough, right? The only good thing about living in this country right now is that I feel like I'm not alone in seeing how, how, how well, having enough, having had enough of these Republicans. Aren't you as worn out by them as I am uh, and over them? It's over. Your, your, your act, we see it. Your stupid uh, capitalism fellating. Everything, uh, everything that they touch is crap. It turns to crap everywhere we look. And so here's another thing, okay? Why, uh, so this is what's happening. Now that they're not in control, uh, thank, thank God. That's where there's hope, right? I know everyone on, I agree. Uh, people on Rockfin will say, and everywhere, and other places, well, Democrats are, they're part of the problem. Yeah, the problem is money and politics. But there's also another problem, which is 
the it's fundamental in the Republican psyche. So we have greed. It it crosses all spectrums. We I'm not saying that Democrats have a market have cornered the, or have a closed market against greed or stupidity, but it's sort of like the reason people identify as progressives and as liberals is because there's because we have a we have we we're human it's the basic human i don't know it's trying to be a decent person you don't even i mean here's where i get a little whatever i i'm because i think that the Republicans, they must think they're decent too, or do they? I don't know. But that's besides the point. The point is, it's time to con- to just evolve without them. F them. But the reason why I know that they're they that we will win, and tonight we'll talk about it. What? So now Joe Biden in the um, COVID relief bill. Uh, the fifteen dollar minimum wage is on is on the table, as it needs to happen. Okay, Joe Biden. I understand he's not a progressive. He, I'm, ha- I have hope still. It's only it's early days, but I have hope that he will channel FDR. I, f- I do feel like he recognizes that mo- that this is the moment. This isn't the moment for more of the laugher curve. This is the moment to do big things. And if we don't do big things that fix the country, really, that's it. That's all we got to do is fix this effing country so another con man never rises again. So Joe Biden cannot fall into the trap, the right-wing democratic trap, the Joe Manchin trap, the Christian, Christian cinema chat, trap. What am I saying, chat? F her. She's a, dem- these, you know, two Democrats, two corporate Dems. They're part of the problem. So now this is why I say we will win because even the corporatists, the conservatives, the right-wingers, they have to pretend whatever they're doing is for the best interest of the of the of the poor, of the working class. So they understand that they're not on the right side of humanity. You see? And case in point yet again. So as Joe Biden is discuss and he already said he signaled um that we might lose the 15 dollar minimum wage because of joe manchin who 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 is the senator from west virginia it's not exactly i think what is it west virginia like 47th out of 50th in poverty the people who needed the most Really? And, okay, so the, and let me finish my sentence in my head. I didn't finish it. I finished it in my head. It didn't come out of my mouth. But that we know we will win because these right-wingers, whenever they're arguing that 
we shouldn't have something that is not only the people want, but that is is going to help balance the scales, help bring this country from the brink of autocracy and ensure that the American worker gets a decent middle class life, regardless of who they who, who um, is their daddy or whether they have a trust fund. More and more we've seen, in my life, I've seen this happen. When I, when I was born, I was, you know, my father was firmly in the benefits of the, uh, of, of the New Deal. He was living in the great prosperity. A garbage man, able to raise three kids, buy a house, have all of these things that he thought, I guess, were came to him because he worked hard. No, it was because, well, I'm sure he did work hard, but it was because the rules of the game were different. They were, they benefited working people. For, but for my entire life, this country has gone from the most to the least upwardly mobile. We've watched it happen. And all in all, as it keeps going, everything that, every step that they take, they they supposedly took it because it helped the working people and the poors. And there's nothing more disgusting, actually, in my view, that, than the term working poor. All of these things that have slipped into our collective consciousness in America of... There shouldn't be a qualification known as the working poor. People just say it without a second thought. That's disgusting, the working poor. If you have a classification called the working poor, then that means it's not functioning. You're, you don't have a functioning society. But... Every, but every step that they've taken to destroy the American working class, to turn the working class into the working poor, has all been under the, uh, uh, the so-called, I don't know, uh, for, under an excuse that, or the concern for the working, for, well, and working class and the poor. Everything has supposedly been for our benefit. And right now, the reason I'm bringing it up, because I want to talk about what I a couple of days ago somebody got into it not badly on Twitter, arguing with me some conservative about the minimum wage. Well, that just came up with in part of the conversation, but it was interesting. Not that, I mean I don't really spend time arguing with these people because I don't have the time, and I you know life is short, and why would I want to argue with a a, a somebody that is as thick as a bro of a box of rocks. I can't even p pick up the metaphor. Box of rocks, dumb as a rail. I don't know. The, and anyway, but uh, this woman was saying to me how she, um, oh, all about how the minimum wage, this is where uh, it's going to hurt poor people. You see, even the nonpartisan CBO says, one point something million jobs will be lost. But as you know, Republicans, I mean, Republicans are really good parrots, but they're not good at any, much else. 
because it took me about 30 seconds to Google this. The non what the what the nonpartisan CBO actually said about raising the minimum wage. And yes, there would be some job loss, but in the lower so-called lower economy jobs, the, the less the jobs that are less than minimum wage, the shit jobs that you know we really should evolve out of. But that's gonna they're saying gonna hurt the the poors because they can't make less than minimum wage and then these jobs will go away but what the cbo actually says is that those jobs go away but then other jobs there are more jobs created in with in higher wage with higher wages and as a whole the economy it is actually it's a net benefit for the economy and for the working class in particular and in general. So it's so, um, it's typical, but all over right-wing media, here, I'll play something. They're compl- I, I, I'm just pairing it up because it's, here it comes. Don't be surprised, it's happening. I mean, well, this is what they always do. <clears throat> Hold on, I'm choking now too, great. Where is it? Where is it? Here, f- uh, they they real. It's going on constant. Here's the here's the first one. You wrote about um the minimum wage and the headline in the Wall Street Journal is the human cost right. of a the minimum wage that workers cost. have more to fear from well-meaning polls than from capitalism. Um, in the last minute we have here, Bill, See, tell us a little bit more about your You have nothing to fear from capitalism except. What, turning you into nothing? Well, turning you into Soylent Green. Yeah, we have nothing to fear from capital. It's so amazing how much they have to fillet capitalism constantly. We have nothing to fear. Calm down. Pay no attention to the cat- I mean, to the ca- consequences, the horrific consequences of, of capitalism. All around us, the people in Texas having to pay these exorbitant electric bills now in this crisis. That's what capitalism does. Capitalism doesn't give a shit if you freeze to death. Oh, well. Really. Well, the example that I was using is out in California in Long Beach. Oh. The city council passed an ordinance tacking on $4 in hero pay, $4 an oh. hour for supermarket workers. Well, the hero, idea was to they called it their hero paychecks. Play. Instead, hey. Kroger announced that they were closing two stores, putting as many as 200 people out of work. And that wasn't technically because of minimum hero wage, pay? but it functioned the same way. And I think what... what a lot of the proponents don't realize is that the people who are liable to be laid off, the CBO says that the $15 an hour proposal they're considering now would lose uh, 1.4 million jobs. They're at the very bottom. They're the most vulnerable workers. You know, even the New York Times back in 1987 said the ideal minimum wage is zero because it recognized that it really hurts the most vulnerable workers. Like they give a crap, first of all. like they care about the most vulnerable workers. I love these crocodile tears. You know, the uh, right-wingers are always saying how they like to drink liberal tears. Well, I like drinking the crocodile tears of fascists 
and their faux concern. Oh my God. He's so concerned. But they would never be concerned if, let's say, a factory closed and moved somewhere to some low-wage, wage slave nation. They didn't could cry these crocodile tears then. But nobody ever brings up, none of these capitalists, these wonderful capitalists, ever bring up that the corporate profits are through the roof. At record highs, corporate, it's not like they're, the, the corporations are hurting. They're doing great. In fact, we're on track to make the first trillionaire, which shouldn't even be a thing. That was, it makes me so sick to think about it. One person is going to be a trillionaire, and we have people dying. We have people, uh, that young boy living in a trailer died of hypothermia. I mean, it's disgusting. And now they're, the Republicans pretend to care about the dead in the coronavirus. We just passed 500,000, which is uh, it's unfathomable, and it's also not unexpected when you have Republicans in charge who do nothing, but pl- they are playing the role of whatever uh, elected office they happen to swindle their way into. And they don't have to worry much because of their propaganda channels. Just churning out this bullshit, this propaganda. Pretending to care about picking one sentence out of the CBO report, and then it's nonstop pounding this bullshit you see it's not news you if they it would you know how we could tell it's not news because all they talk about is that one sentence in the cbo report but they leave out everything else and if that's not a lie it's not even a i mean it is a big lie it's a blatant lie This is a news, Fox News. It says it right there on the lower third, Fox News. And the government releases a report. They take this report, pull, pull out one sentence, and then they, without any other context or information, there's a whole picture being painted by the CBO. I was going to say CEO, but they leave that out. And that's supposedly okay, right? That's acceptable here in the United States of serfs and lords. But it's, it's a blatant lie. And how, I mean, how much damage, of course, I don't even have to ask, how much damage does this do? It, uh, we witnessed the damage. We're, we're living in it. We witnessed it on January 6th. We witness it. We live it every day in a country that is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap. We live this. The constant bashing down on the, on the majority because the majority of this country lives check to check. And I'm here to tell you and everybody else and us that that's not acceptable. We, if politicians aren't talking about the fact that the American people 
the that 80 percent of the American people, which is the majority, well above 50 percent majority, living check to check, the uh, entire country should be concerned about that because that is the telltale sign of a failed state. You better believe it. And then it's also a window of opportunity for, the, for an autocrat. And this is what the American people need to understand fundamentally. Kids need to understand. This has to be taught in schools. So how uh, uh, an autocrat will never rise and, fu- and succeed... Otherwise, how do you know? Because it just seems like when you're watching corporate media or any other corporate channel, this is just normal. It's par for the course. No, no, it is not acceptable. It's because not only that, we have examples of other countries all over the world that have, that are more upwardly mobile than we are now. And what's, what changed in our country? The rules, the rules of the game, the capitalism, deregulation. This country, the government running as an appendage to the affairs of billionaires. That's not democracy. And we're in big trouble. So, of course, uh, the, the thing that strikes me is that all of the panelists in this Fox News, and all, and it's not just this story. So it's there's numerous throughout the day and every single day, uh, all stories with uh, how much they're so supposedly so concerned about the minimum wage hurting people. They really care, don't you know? But it's a lie. Other new, you know what? It's such a blatant lie that I, it's shocking to me that other news channels don't do a news story on it and say, why would Fox News promote this uh, CBO report, one sentence of the CBO report, without the context or the full story or the rest of, the, of what the CBO said? In its scoring. Why? Why would they do that? Shouldn't that be a scandal that a so-called news organization that has a lot of, that has millions of viewers. I don't know what the uh, Fox News is now. I know, I mean, I know they have an older demographic, but they don't, I think it's still the number one news channel, if I am not mistaken. But... Don't you think that's that should be something um, <laughs> that people should be aware of too? This is why consciously watching t- television. Of but see, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of the average Fox News v- viewer. They're not watching it to get informed. They're watching it to confirm their ignorance. That's it. They really are. They need. It's sort of like being in a club. It's confirmation bias. The median age of a Fo- of the Fox News viewer is sixty five years old. So they have a they skew old, an old demographic, which is never good as far as advertising is concerned, because the advertisers 
prefer a younger demographic because people who are older, the, the bottom line is that they, they've already, they basically, you buy the same car, you'll, you'll pick, you're, you're stuck in your ways. So that's why they don't, mar they don't want to market to them because it's not going to do anything. If they see a commercial 50 times, it's not going to do anything. So anyway, the point is, how are they supporting themselves? The, the fact is, it's, it doesn't matter. Profit is not in their business model. Fox News didn't turn a profit for five years, and they poured half a billion dollars into it to keep it afloat. So until five years, it took until it finally turned a profit and started getting, uh, growing the, this dedicated viewership, which in, in turn destroyed our country. I'm not kidding. This, is, this sucks. This country has got a lot of work to do. We live in a country, and that's why I guess we do, you know, we do the show, because otherwise, if we don't change the perspective perception and change the and and change people's thinking where something like that that's not okay how stupid how did we get so damn stupid in this country were we always stupid i guess i guess every country's stupid with the right circumstances when you have you could do this to any country if they could do this here well it could always happen anywhere of course it can the takeover, it's what other, we every single country on this planet fights against the same thing. Concentrated wealth, that's absolutely true. Look at every, uh, look at all the autocracies. That's what it's about. Look at the Saudi kingdom and everywhere you look. If you're not, if you don't have a country that actively cultivates a democracy for all, and they are, when they cultivate that system, uh, like if you look in New Zealand, they have right wingers there too. They have morons, there's morons everywhere. But you can't give them an inch, you can't give them an in. But here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, yeah, I'm asking the question, why don't they point this out on Fox News about the minimum wage? Because the other media outlets, they don't care. They're also benefiting from the uh, upward immobility, the income disparity. So it's not, a, it's not really top of mind. That's why it's important to support the liberal media. It's the truth. Thank you. And thank you, Richard and Jim and JD. And thank you, Haiku, for your super chat. Oh, yes. All right, let, let's continue. I think before the government sets a one-size-fits-all, you know, uh, as though the conditions in West Virginia are the same as in Manhattan, uh, we ought to think about the consequences for real oh, people. yes. <laughs> Bill, thank you. Bill McGurn on all that today. Uh, so to much. be continued. Thanks, Bill. We should really look at and think about the average person for once. You see that... <laughs> 
this increase this inc- very white rogues gallery of course on fox news the, the concern for the poor i've never seen such concern for people who are living on 725 an hour if you need a min i mean you need a minimum wage of course you do that's why throughout history, there's been, they never had a minimum wage. They didn't have a, a minimum wage in England. They had a maximum wage, you see, because they wanted to ensure the hierarchy. You had a strict class structure, and they want to make sure you knew your place, workers. And please don't make any mistakes here. It is true. It is clear. They, the Republican Party, is actively building and rebuilding an aristocracy in this country. Oh, yeah, they are. And it won't be like Brigadon or whatever. I never watched that. I, I know Brigadon. I keep hearing about Brigadon. Is that the way it's pronounced? Is this something I should watch? Probably not. But they think, oh, it's oh so romantic. It's almost alarming when all these <laughs> shows about Victorian England or whatever, they when it's popular, I start thinking, what's wrong with the American people? Are they falling in love with the old, the good old days of um, serfs and lords? I guess on some level. But this is part of why... We have to continue to cultivate democracy. Not that you can't have a stupid TV show about something, but you got to wonder. They, it might be appealing to some. And this is how, how, autocr- I mean, how democracies die, because what happens is there's so much chaos, and you see in the fall of other republics that the, the people are, are exhausted, and they... They'll go with the autocrat who promises peace and and stability. So, never say never. I, I mean, what do you think? It's so tragic to think that future generations, I, we really do have a choice. They could end up living in an American autocracy if we don't stop it right now. And then... In another 70 years, another generation will have to stop their autocrat because it's over and over. It's, it continues. It never ends. This is the challenge, it really is, of, of human life, I guess, human civilization. We have to, we're constantly fighting. If, if you want a civilization that works for all, we're always up against the greed of the few. So I have to think about that. Why why would we, why would Mother Nature, see Mother Nature, I like to, when I think about science and human evolution and all, and I think, well, Mother Nature put empathy in us, so we, you know, because we are interdependent, we need to live amongst each other we need companionship connection we need we need to be seen there are others there are other species that don't have such needs at all 
Uh, it makes no difference to them. That's not us. But then I wonder, okay, what evolutionary thing or mishap was greed when something like where you uh, back in the good old days, you know, we were living in the in the caves. Somebody greedy like that would get really kicked out of the group. <laughs> They're not uh, helping. They're not helping the community. So now this is how sick we are too, I guess. But venerating greed. What do you think we do when uh, they ask, what's his face? Zuckerberg. There's a meeting. They had a meeting with Dr. Fauci and Mark Zuckerberg. Who cares? Mark Zuckerberg? Because he's rich. The same thing with Bloomberg on that TV show. Asking him what he thinks. What are you talking about? You're asking, okay, Bloomby? Who cares? So who is sicker, really? I guess it's it's the society that's sick because the society have made the likes of Jeff Bezos possible. Not that you can't be rich and have a nice life, but there's no reason that any one person should be a trillionaire. When, I mean, all of that money, you distribute it amongst the population and we all get to have a nice life. You know what I mean? We don't just act like we're not here just to be hosts for which some friggin' rapacious parasite sucks profit. All right, I know I'm all over the place. <sighs> Wait a second. Here's another one. Here's uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, they have, they were pulling them all out of the woodwork. Tucker Carlson bashing minimum wage. Joe Biden is pushing to raise the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. That oh, may my help God. Some people who oh, the get humanity. Raised wages. It will definitely hurt others. Oh, According to the Congressional Budget Office, a $15 minimum wage would eliminate almost a million and a half jobs and increase the federal debt. Well, this, you, there he goes. Read the whole fucking thing. It dramatically. Neil Patel has thought a lot about this topic. He wrote a column about it for the Boston Herald. He's the publisher of The Daily Caller. He joins us tonight to assess. Neil, thanks a lot for coming on. So economic arguments cares. aside, it does seem like the minimum wage is, is popular in oh, general with the public. It? And this is likely to happen given who In a country where the majority can't say $400, I can't believe. I, just, I can't understand why the minimum wage would be so popular in a country where we have to endure the likes of Jeff Bezos, okay? Going, he wants to go to Mars now. It's, how, how much longer, people? How much longer are we going to take it? You want to go to Mars? I mean, okay, you effed up Earth long enough, so now you want to go F up Mars, too. But this is, this is acceptable? Ugh, well, okay. Congress. Given that, what's the wise way, do you think, to raise the minimum wage? All right. Tucker, uh, thanks but for I having me. If, if you're going to have a minimum wage, wise, it doesn't I think, make any Tucker. sense to have it the same in every location in America. It costs more than twice as much to live in Manhattan as it does in a small town in Kansas. 
And there's, there's no earthly reason both those places should have the same minimum wage. Uh, similarly, oh. it doesn't... Oh, hmm. You see, Tucker? Hmm. Well, maybe the people in Kansas can have the $15 minimum wage, and then the people in New York can have the $30 minimum wage. The minimum wage would be if it kept up with pro- productivity. Right? And uh, it's not like corporations aren't profitable. Just it's about time to at least uh, share. Share some of that profit that our labor makes possible in the first place. It's unbelievable. Why would you want to give $15 an hour to people who actually spend it? They will put the money back into the economy. That's, this is what will happen, ladies and gentlemen. And if we don't want, uh, we, wa- we want to entertain these effing albatross right-wingers hanging around our national, just say, okay, give us a couple of years. Give it five years. We'll see. We, we can put a moratorium at the end and see if it doesn't work. then we'll stop doing that. We'll go back to the laugher curve. How about that? But we've been doing it this way for 40 years, and you see how oddly the United States went from the most to the least upwardly mobile. Oh, you're proud of that, though. (sighs) These people. And look at Tucker Carlson. Again, the chicken air, the Swanson fortune air. For, and he sits there complaining and pretending to care that people might make more money. They're going to be hurt. But let's, uh, okay, so let me try to keep up. We need, we're pretending to care when people lose their job, their their low-income, poverty-wage job, we're supposed to care. But we're not supposed to care when people die without health care. Okay. There are all kinds of exceptions to Republican empathy. I know that. I understand. It's the undeserving poor. This is another thing that makes me sick about these right-wingers. And you hear it, uh, the, uh, what also makes me sick is the Democrats or normal people or uh, progressives, liberals, normal people, socialists, normal people, uh, picking it up, picking up the right-wing talking points like the, those, you see, when, what, when they say that, uh, when they try to means test everything, including relief in this friggin' pandemic, they're saying that there's some, there are some deserving poor and there are some undeserving poor. And it's, we hear it all the time. People who lost their job, no fault of their own. They're down on their luck. They're losing their home, no fault of their own. Right? Because that's the way you have to roll here in the United States of serfs and lords. You got to make sure. Are they really deserving here in this country where the majority are living check to check and can't save $400. Is this person, does this person deserve the, I don't know, uh, the, the bone we're gonna, we're gonna, this couple of scraps we'll have them fight over. That's what it's about. 
This is literally the, it's the definition of fighting over the scraps. They're pouring, they're just scraping some of their scraps off the table to the peons and letting us all fight about it. That's what makes me sick. What do you mean? So somebody who doesn't need whatever, $1,400, will get it. Okay, um, they've been funneling money into the arms of the rich my entire life. The rich just got richer in this pandemic. The, the GOP tax scam, Trump's tax scam, the rich got richer. They were already rich. They were already reaping record profits, and they were already, uh, the U.S. was already the mo that had the widest income gap of all OE well not OECD all Western democracies. Oh, Jesus Christ! So now we're supposed to care that somebody might get fourteen hundred dollars and they don't need it instead of just fixing what the f is broke. We all gotta now pick and pander about and uh, and pretend to pontificate about who's deserving and who's undeserving. Well, but no fault of your own, no fault of your own. Well, I guess that's the way it is here in the United States of service and laws, but it's really another way of them getting, keeping us at each other's throats, keeping the people who are stressed out, the ones who are living check to check, and can't save four hundred dollars. The 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 he the people who are working for a living, the people who are out here day to day on the front lines, right? But we're all we we're all at each other's. We all have to wonder and worry. Do they deserve it? Who deserves it? Who do, are you? Do you deserve it? Not that we're in this together. Who cares if somebody who doesn't, who need, does, needs it less? Do you understand where we are, where we live? This country is not, they're not hurting. The goddamn Wall Street, uh, they're, they're making buku bucks in this pandemic. But while the American people are struggling and we're, we have the consequences of republicanism, conservatism, are all over the place. And still, they, they're, they're, they're arguing using conservatism. I don't care. I, do you care? I never cared when the, this is what I guess sets me apart from right-wingers, is that I never cared that somebody on food stamps might get an extra $16. That never really made me upset. Somebody on food stamps who doesn't truly deserve it. Because who the F am I to say who deserves it anyway? Are we not Americans? Are we not in this together? Are we not the United States? 
I guess not. I don't see Texas united. That's for sure. Well, I'm just thinking about them off the grid. What kind of crap is that? But you get it, guys. It's it's harding. It's I can't even talk. Why can't I talk tonight? I can't talk. I feel like I have a speech impediment tonight. I hope it's not a brain impediment. I hope my brain isn't breaking down. That would suck. Oh, brother. Yeah, I'm looking at Tucker. Oh, God. Richard Antifa on the on the chat. Look at Tucker doing his clown frown. What is with that face? Yep, Richard W. Pay me, a-holes, $15 for now. They are lucky we're not asking for more. It's... It's true. In fact, it's really sad that we're not asking for more because that's how we've been trained to to denigrate each other on ourselves. Small bit. If a small business can't afford fifteen dollars an hour, this is what they're saying. Oh, small business is going to go out of business, and they can't. But every if people have money in their pockets, they're going to spend it. This is what. Is that, that's the foundation of economics, the supply and demand, right? If you, there are no, if there's no demand, but when you have money, that's why a dollar in public assistance returns a dollar sixty into the economy, because people spend it. They're not holding on to it. They're not using it to uh, jet off to their their home and wherever. I don't know where do, where do right wingers jet off to. Or Tucker Carlson to take a limo to his. Um, I have no idea where this fucker lives. What what compound he lives in? Oh, imagine being born a Tucker Carlson and having everything handed to you. Of course, never think, think thinking a second about the billions of chickens who had to be turned into a crappy Swanson fur frozen dinner. Oh, I can't wait to Tucker Carlson gets to hell and sees the chickens he's going to meet there waiting for him. Not the chickens deserve hell, but they, they, they will be there to torment him. Not only do they have to give their lives, then they got to be turned into a Swanson dinner. Ugh. It's like the Trump steaks. Disgusting. Just oh, well, don't worry about it. Just shove that shit in your mouth. But, hurry, where is it? Here we go. Let's continue with this video for a second. Tucker Carlson's dumbass face. He's always so confused. He shouldn't be. He wants you to make that face looking at... Wait, oh, wait, wait. Capitalism really works? What are you talking about? Oh, uh, he figures the more he says it. He's so confused. Um, but uh, I'm really confused. But because I'm, I'm confused why. Well, I don't. Of course, I know why. White privilege. R you know, rich, white, male privilege. That's Tucker Carlson right there. Why somebody like him? Has a platform? Who cares? He's... It's amazing to me how anybody listens to these to them. 
make any sense to have the same minimum wage for huge multinational companies with thousands of employees uh, and billions of dollars in profits as it does for, say, the deli on the corner uh, of your block uh, at home. The deli owner's probably working in his own store. He may want a few hours off in the afternoon and bring in a high school kid. The concept of a, the left's concept of a liv livable wage, I think it, it, it's much easier to apply that to a Walmart or a Target uh, than it the is left. to the deli guy. And yet Look at we Tucker don't. Carlson's we have stupid one minimum face. wage applying in every place for every business. It makes zero sense. Could, could it have something to do with who donates to which political party? I mean, it seems like some of these big businesses would actually be in favor of a higher minimum wage if they thought it would drive their competitors out of business. Oh, there you go. So the you see? He's a very crafty little, little concern troll. Oh, it's the big business way to drive small people out of business. But this is the same people that, that didn't give a shit about Walmart destroying every small business within a five-mile radius and more. You see? Because that, that's the Walson family, and they support Republicans. They're part of the problem. They're part of these... They are the new American aristocracy, and they support the likes of a Tucker Carlson and the Fox News and the Diamond and Silks and the Tommy Lawrence and all. So that's why you never heard Republicans complaining that 30 years ago the number one employer in the United States was Ge General Motors. Had a... Um, Good union job with benefits. People would live their entire middle-class life working for General Motors. Had pensions and whatnot. And that used to be the number one employer in the United States. Now it's Walmart, which pays its employees such a pittance because the six Walmart heirs need their need their fortunes so six fuckers need to ride us all to the bank or just ride us like parasites sucking the life out of the united states but uh, the people the millions of americans who work at walmart don't deserve a will a a living wage they 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 just deserve what uh, a a flyer telling them where to go to get their public assistance, and then that, that's exactly what Walmart was doing. Giving I don't know if they still do it, but they were giving seminars to their employees about applying for public assistance because they weren't paying them or giving them benefits, or so they were on either some sort of public assistance, food stamps, Medicaid. That's unacceptable. And then six mother efforts. That's why we need progressive taxation. And but these, because these six mother efforts can have so much money that they threaten the government itself that regulates them and ensures that people can have a decent middle class life by setting the ground rules. You see, it's so much, we're so into this circle jerk of feedback, right-wing capitalist, filleting, reach around, I don't know what's happening. 
but there's we're so far down in this this sick ass system uh it's gonna be we got a lot of work to do because we don't we we don't start getting better and fixing it without understanding what the problem is and and for the majority of the American people to understand it too. God help us. It's real. It's so concerning when you think, when you study uh, uh, other systems that failed, and then you see it happening right before your eyes in your own country. It's it's shocking, almost. And I guess that's why we all kind of live in denial too. But this is also a part of as long. I mean, everything I've ever read about people who've lived through the. Um, a, a system that's been over overthrown or taken over by oligarchs or autocrats. Uh, they denial. They speak that they talk about how denial is part of it. You know, you still have the trappings of the of the functioning system. But yeah, that when I see a a so-called news channel. Now remember the people who are watching Fox news, cause they have such a, they, uh, an older demographic. These people are, they, they grew up in a time where the news didn't lie to you. They grew up in the time of Edward R. Murrow. And there was a, uh, a sense of respect for the people who who uh, read the news, they they the journalists they had there was a feeling of they weren't you know they they weren't lying to you the news couldn't just lie. So that's what these people think. So when they're watching something called Fox News, fair and balanced, they're thinking and, and they're t- being told that everybody else is lying, while they they weave these stories these ignorant ass stories to keep us stupid and divided where they don't even not it's not that they tell half the story they don't even tell the, a quarter of the story they give you one sentence and then they jerk that off for the next 4 hours bringing in a parade of mouthpieces it's it's really shocking and sad. But, meh. Multinational companies that dominate Washington and, and these policy debates are actually mostly for the minimum wage increase. Uh, the retailers, the big re- retailers like Target, Walmart, Amazon, they're definitely in for it. They're publicly in favor of it. And it's because it crushes their small business competitors. <laughs> yeah, they that's can afford it. it. They're already mostly paying a $15 an hour wage. Uh, and right. they know that right. the, the ones they the compete with, these small town businesses, can't afford it. So uh, that's another reason why, you know, why doesn't Washington call their bluff? How about $20 or more why on not? huge All multinationals, right. but good. 10 or less on the small business in the corner? Let's do it. Let's I mean, try it. This is pretty much the last thing after a year of COVID and riots right. that small businesses sure. need right now. COVID and riots. You're not white nationalist riots. You know, they're talking about BLM. Because Black Lives Matter isn't a movement or it, it, it's, a, it's a riot, right? 
They're a bunch of thugs who walked by somebody's house and they were so scared they had to menace and threaten them with M16s and looking like the Hamburglar. There's a whole new, it's a different narrative going on over there. A dangerous it's the narrative. last thing small businesses need. It's the last thing our country needs. I don't know if you saw the stats today. Sixty mm -hmm. percent of the people involved in the Capitol Hill riots had gone through extreme yeah. economic hardship recently. Well, congratulations then, right wingers. Mission accomplished. You destroyed the American dream. You destroyed the social compact. You destroyed e pluribus unum and laid the groundwork for an autocrat. This is what I've been saying for years. Of course, you did it. Meaning bankruptcies, massive credit, layoffs. So the problems we're having in our economy, especially in the small business sector, where small businesses just lost 30% of their revenue this year and 30% of all small businesses just closed down, Washington needs Thanks to start looking to at... Thanks to Republicanism. With the Republicans doing nothing, they sat on their asses. When the American people and the small businesses of this country needed help, they didn't pick up the payroll like other countries did and pay employees and pay the uh, the small businesses not to shut down. That's what they. That's what other countries did, giving people the means to fight, to fight this pandemic. But far be it for, of course, Fox News. To say, just, you know, to take responsibility. And coming up with more innovative policies than ones that only are aligned with the big business agenda. Oh, my God. It's such a smart point that I've... The big business agenda. The, uh, let's not forget, Tucker Carlson is supposed to be the, a working class hero. All right, let's get him. And now here's uh, Carl Rowe. One last thing. Um, Congressional Budget Office um, has said that raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour would increase the deficit by $54 billion, 1.4 million jobs lost, 27 million workers' wages would be affected. Wow. But it would lift 900,000 people out of poverty. How do you see this? But it would lift. Well, I think this is one where it's going to be very difficult for, uh, this, this is one for the uh, where the Democrats are going to overreach. Notice what they said about the people who are going to lose their job. They, most of them would be younger and less educated. So let's make it more difficult for people to get a start in life. Are but you kidding me? These are the same people that, I mean, pick pick a problem they you know what what hurts young people getting a start in life um how about a student loan bill hundreds of thousands of dollars how about medical bills how about things that we've been talking about for years it's not they're not getting a start in life because they get, um, they're going to get a minimum wage of $15, and this is going to hurt them for getting a start in life. You see, the crocodile tears, yet again, of Republicans. Young people won't be able to get a start in life because of, what, they're going to lose their job that won't allow them to ever get a start in life? And the fact is, of course, they don't, they're leaving out everything else that the CBO is saying.
Look, oh, it all depends on how minimum wage would reduce poverty but cost jobs, the CBO says. Let's get the... Hold on a second. Trying to find the bullet points I had here. Yeah, let's just play this. Do that. Uh, let's increase the deficit by $54 billion. The oh, GDP the will fake be less concern at about the end the of the deficit. next decade than it would be otherwise. So let's discourage economic growth at the tide that lifts all boats. And guess, built in there is this. They would automatically adjust it in the future. We never vote on a minimum wage increase again because it would be automatically adjusted based wow. on the median wage. Oh. So the minimum wage is going to go up each and every year, regardless of whether if you're living in Mississippi or Arkansas where the cost is living is, uh, is less, or New York or California. Key so all of, of the bad there. effects of the minimum wage are going to be automatic. I didn't know that. Now everybody that's watching knows that, too. That's very interesting. Thanks, Carl. You all right. Let's get some reality about the minimum wage yeah. that they're leaving out. Okay. Let's see if I could get there. First off, let me see you guys. Where the hell are you? Where's my people? There you are. Who's in the chat room? Is everybody behaving themselves? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Here's this other. There was actually one clip from Fox News, and so one guy came in. Surprisingly, there was one person who was trying to defend, defend fend off the morons all by himself. That's what they do sometimes. They'll bring somebody in who speaks the truth. Now, with the economy already reeling from the pandemic, this right. is any time to be hiking so the minimum cares. wage and risk so the loss of at least 1.4 million jobs well, with this now sudden, Republican strategist. 1.4 million jobs. It's so annoying to me. Like, they give a shit. 1.4 million poverty jobs. Well, they do care about that. They want to ensure that they keep those 1.4 million wage slave jobs. If you lose the wage slaves, what happens then? The rest of the people, who are you going to scare the middle class with? If everybody's working a decent middle class job, who are you going to point to and say, you don't want to do that because, hey, look, he's the problem. That one. Alexandra Wilkes, Democratic strategist Jason Nichols, and market watcher Gary B. Smith. Alexandra, let me start with you. Uh, you know, it's one heck of a trade-off. How do you see it? Look, I think that this is such a slap in the face to small businesses oh to be proposing God. a minimum wage hike at this time. As you mentioned, in July of 2019, When's the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office estimated that this would result in the loss of 1.3 million jobs. Now, in a post-pandemic era, businesses are suffering Made more than ever. Even worse. And all of us can see it in our general lives when we see the increasing automation and the services that we use. Businesses are already trending in this direction, and a $15 minimum wage hike is only going to push them over the edge. 
Yeah, of course, Jason, that was the 2019 version. 1.3 million was on the low end. The high end had 3.7 million. I haven't had a chance to go through the entire CBO, CBO report today, but there's obviously some trade-offs. And to Alexander's point, I don't know, they didn't even talk too much about the small businesses in places where it's obvious they couldn't afford it. So is this the time to sort of try to change the rules of reconciliation and enforce oh this down, uh, down the throats of small force businesses? Force it down the throats. There you go again. Paging Dr. Freud. Everything's being forced down their throats. Can I ask, first of all, what the hell? All we have to do is go back in time and hear anything that we've ever done that's positive for the American worker and has whatever has made this country a more perfect union, be it Medicaid or Socialist Security, all we got to do, anything, Obamacare, whatever, raising the minimum wage back in the day. All we got to do is check the Republican opposition. Same shit, different day. Everything we try to do, whenever we move forward, we take a little baby step forward, and these whiners come crying down from their ivory towers to, uh, to, to, to warn us about all these so-called unforeseen consequences of doing what we need to do. And I want to see, have they ever gone back and said, oops, I was wrong. I eat my words. I made a mistake. But this is what we, they do. They will never admit mistake, and, and as just the same way, the American people, it's like we let them get away with it. We give them a pass. Being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry, of course, but how about we start holding them accountable for all of the times, all the other times, they whined and cried and said, this was going to happen. If you do this... You're going to plunge more people into poverty. People are going to be suffering. There's going to be death and destruction. And, okay, conversely, on the other hand, when we, when normal people warn the Republicans about what's going to happen, we are proven right. Everything that we talk about on this show, show me a Republican Who's ever, uh, in retrospect, they come back in retrospect and say, we were wrong. When were they right? Does anybody know? All of the, the, the whining and complaining. And when, trust me, when we get past, when we get to the other side of this, and $15, we have a $15 minimum wage, which, of course, will need to, it needs to go up after that, too. But... Let's say we'll let's move into the future. We will will uh, take a rocket ship to the future, and of course the Republicans, all of their scaremongering and warnings, faux concern, it's, it's not going to come to fruition. So, well, why do we keep entertaining Republicans? Am I wrong? Show me where they were right when their warnings came true. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. You just gotta get over it. Me, 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 me. And you gotta wait until wait until I get to Megan McCain. Then you, I'm really gonna lose my voice. Me, 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 me. It just started coming on like that. <clears throat> I hope I'm not getting sick. I told you I had a fever the other day, and I got better. Not that you care. I'm just saying that. I know you care. <clears throat> All right. Well, maybe this will be my voice from now on. It's sort of like Demi Moore. Man, 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 man. One time I had laryngitis, and I thought it sounded cool. So I thought maybe I could keep my laryngitis voice somehow. And it, but no. If this was my voice, that would be my voice. But then I'd get old. I wonder sometimes what I'm going to sound like when I'm old. Will I be like, yes. Do you ever see, like, really old people? <laughs> I wonder what I'm going to look like. That's what I say to myself. One day at a time. Oh, my God. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. So, the fear-mongering over at Fox News. Here, let's just get to some bullet points. The Center for Economic Policy Research... Uh, senior economist Dean Baker says the standard argument against raising the minimum wage that it will lead to huge job losses is not supported by the evidence. Of course not. This is was also in the CBO report. The CBO, as I said, reiterated that we would lose the lower end of the income scale jobs, 1.4 million, but then the economy will actually create other jobs that pay more. And the there's a positive effect for the entire economy as a whole. And in fact, unemployment will go down. I mean, so everywhere you look, there's... There, of course, there's we got the math now from the CBO, but we know that's why raising the minimum wage is popular across party lines because people know. I mean, come on, I we just have to convince. See, you're never going to get the Republicans, like the true bottom feeder, they're the lost cause, they're the type that all countries have to deal with. If they were born in New Zealand, they would be just as as moronic, just as easily played, but they would be New Zealand's problem, of course. But they li the point is they live everywhere. We Every country has them. And that's why we don't deal with them. The, they are the lost cause, just like all the lost causes they get riled up about. What? Everything, to, it, it is a lost cause. You know why? Because human beings evolve. It's inevitable. That's nothing you could do about that. I know they want to pretend, and they, oh, of course, they hearken back to their good old days when 
Everybody knew their place, and it was so. F- uh, uh, that's what fascists do. They hearken back to a future, a um, a past, a glorious past. But I think that's the in the conservative heart. Period. Everything was great back then, way back when. It's just no. It's not good anymore. As what as people evolve. You see, when I was little, you could say the N-word without some B-word getting all up in your C. Now, people evolve. And everybody's picking on them. But anyway, um, the federal minimum wage currently stands at $7.25 an hour. It hasn't been raised in 12 years, the longest period without a hike since the national minimum wage was first established. But... Here you go. We are living in the United States of serfs and lords. Of course, it's seven twenty an hour. Let Ted Cruz live on seven twenty-five an hour, please. Let him do it. Fly in a Cancun, scums. And that goes to show you right there. All is all we need to know about the history of this country. Just reading that sentence, the federal minimum wage hasn't been raised in 12 years, the longest period without a hike since the national minimum wage was first established in 38. Because they have us so effectively screwed. The majority of the, the, so you have the propaganda channels screwing the majority of Americans, keeping people stupid and divided. Thank God Rush Limbaugh is now meeting his uh, his maker in hell. But there are plenty of propagandists following suit. Do they really think? I mean, are they really care they really care about this country it's so what how can you okay that's why the liberal media okay we have to counter this bullshit they really care about the american worker the american the small business owner the uh, or or the worker who's going to be hurt please Call, I mean, anyway, all right. Let me just keep going with this. Well, I think that, that uh, we're looking at this the wrong way. First of all, if the minimum Here's wage is grown at the same level as American productivity, um, yep. it would be 1933, $19.33. Raising the minimum wage would raise pay for 32 million Americans. 31% of African Americans would get a wage increase. And it would benefit the economy as a whole as more people would have more money to spend. Look at all the bullet points they pull out. Loss of 1.4 million jobs because they want the average Joe dupe who watches Fox News to go, not my job. 1.4 million dollar jobs? I mean, million jobs or whatever? Oh, hell no. It's not going to be, I'm not going to lose my job so some whatever can get, some welfare queen can uh, d- take advantage. That's why. Divide, right here. Divide and conquer in full effect. Increase the deficit. Who cares? 
over four, five, 54 billion over 10 years. Not to mention the fact that when people see, this is another thing that cons do. They, they'll throw out statistics, like for example, with increasing social security or Medicare for all. They'll say, well, Medicare for all will cost, and I don't remember exactly the number, but they pull numbers out of their ass, $5 trillion or whatever, and, or $3 trillion. Now that's ringing true in my head, but they're saying they're gonna, it's going to cost $3 trillion, and, but they never factor in what it will cost if we don't do it, you know? So even though it's usually worse, whenever, uh, depending, even the conservative think tanks come up with these, like the Heritage Foundation did their own Medicare for All st survey. And, of course, they uh, found out, or at least they released it, but they, which is surprising, but... You know, they concluded that Medicare for all is it will actually be less expensive and will cover everybody and it will be better for the society, as we know. But anyway, let me keep playing this. For uh, a so I, I think that when we look at that job loss and uh, your previous guest just mentioned automation, automation is just right. driven by technology. See, That's not going to be driven by. That's another thing. If you. Uh, raise the minimum wage, the companies will just find ways to automate as if they're not doing that now when you're being paid shit. All the more to pay people a living wage. It comes down to really what kind of society do we want to be? Are we a society as we are? Do we want to be that society though? The society that has a... a, a uh, Democracy in name only, where the rich get richer and the working class become the working poor. Where if you're born poor, you have, uh, you have a better chance of remaining poor here in the United States of serfs and lords than in all other Western democracies, including the ones with kings and queens. So... It comes down to what is the meaning, really, what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of an economy? Is it, have, have we really, I guess we'll, we need a refresher, but as, as Americans, have we decided, yes, we want a functioning democracy or not? I know that a large chunk of the people that we share this country with they decided <laughs> they'll take autocracy. Oh, yeah. And they do it a lot. Like these Proud Boys and all these other right-wing freaks, they do it deliberately. Their whole goal is the, it's the fascist goal, to create a fascist society. So, but is that what we want? No. The majority, that's why the majority of the American people want to raise the minimum wage. They understand. Oh my God. I'm just saying, time really flies. We're not over. The show's not over. It's just my way of keeping up with the 
time. The time cues in my he in my head. Alright. Maybe I should make a weekday special music bed. But it doesn't matter. Okay. It's just that would mean there's one more thing for me to do and I don't I need to sleep. I need to sleep sometimes too. I wish I didn't, right? So much work to do. All right. So the federal minimum wage currently stands at 7.25 an hour. It hasn't been raised for 12 years, the longest period without a hike since it, the minimum wage was established in 1938. Thank you, right? Democrats, federal, uh, I mean, Roosevelt again. That translates into an annual income of $14,500 for a full-time worker. That's not far above the poverty line for a single person and well below the poverty line for a family of three, which is the poverty line for a family of three is $21,720. Economists often point out that the minimum wage, that if the minimum wage had kept pace with inflation since 1968, it would be over $12 an hour today and around $13.50 by 2025. And that's very conservative estimate. The unemployment rate that year averaged 3.6% with the minimum wage um, when the minimum wage was at its inflation-adjusted peak value. So it did not seem to be causing unemployment then. But this is an incredibly low bar. If the minimum wage had continued to rise in step with productivity, it would have been $24 an hour last year. By 2025, uh, wait, it would be close to 30 an hour, roughly twice the level that Biden targets in his proposal. That's why when I hear that that you know, only 70% of the American people want, want the minimum wage, wage raised. What's wrong with me? They, uh, I, I think, how much do we hate ourselves? That we, we're nitpicking ourselves. You see? It's amazing how effective the right-wing propaganda machine, the, the propaganda machine in general truly is. Why are you nitpicking if productivity, if, if the rate of uh, inflation and whatever, if the minimum wage in general had continued to rise in step with productivity, it would be $24 an hour? So why are we lowballing ourselves? Really? Why? Because they have us beaten mentally. They know how much, how, how confused the American people really are. Clearly, they know, they also know how stupid and racist we are. And that's the same word, basically. That's why, instead of asking, demanding that we, that the American worker is paid on par with their productivity. And we're not, we're just talking about if the minimum wage had continued to rise in step 
with productivity. So if that 725 an hour had ro- risen in step with productivity, we're not saying that um, the what what a fair share, what an actual fair share of the profit our labor makes possible in the first place. It may not have started from 75 dollars an hour you know what I mean or seven dollars an hour I meant you know what I mean so if our what what, what I'm saying that <laughs> just lowballing us from the minimum wage to begin with is problematic so what would it be if what is look for example Amazon the workers in Amazon what's their fair share of the profit that's going to make Bill, or I mean, yeah, what's his name? I was going to say Bill Gates, but it's going to make Jeff Bezos a friggin' trillionaire, you know? So maybe it's more than seven twenty-five an hour, or maybe it's more than 25 an hour. Maybe it's 50 an hour. I mean, at that particular uh, company, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems like we are, there's so much work to do with the American psyche. Of course there, because we're so, uh, I guess it's also a part of, uh, obviously it's from the propaganda, the constant brainwashing, but we're so identified with the businessman as if, okay, I would, maybe we should be, uh, if we, the businessman um, did something uh, good for the economy. I mean, I, yeah, okay, all right. That's very, uh, obviously I need to clarify that statement. Of course, business people, whatever. They're not job creators. We are the job creators. When we spend our money in the economy, that creates the jobs. So, but we have such veneration for a certain class of people some of which were born into it, some of which I mean, just merely benefit from the broken system. But we continue to allow them to get away with it and continue to kick down on each other, fight over the scraps, and, and I don't know. Do, it's, really, it's really pathetic. Oh, th- excuse me. My lord, can I have $15 an hour? Well, I don't know. We're gonna, we gotta really think about this. We're gonna, we have a couple of uh, people that haven't been sold yet. I don't know. I might not be able to get it in, and I might not be able to keep it in the bill. Yeah. Well, maybe if you come back, ask for <clears throat> six or or seven seventy five. Maybe start there. You see, makes no difference that if all things were equal, we'd be already up to about thirty dollars an hour. So. Oh, hi, Ray. What are you doing? I don't know. In the 30-year period when the minimum wage was established in 1938 to 1968, the minimum wage rose in step with productivity. 
This meant that low-wage workers shared in the gains as the economy grew more productive and people were able to enjoy a higher standard of living. Could you imagine raising in step with productivity? <laughs> That's positively communist. We can't have that here. We're capitalist. It really works, as Bloomberg said. I swear, it works. That's why, who wants to make a fair share of the, of the profit your labor makes possible? That's not positively uh, un-American. See? It's only for your own good, though, everyone. They only want to prevent the unforeseen consequences of, of, of pores, the pores getting hurt, because you know how much they care about the pores. You could tell all the time. Everything that they, 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 they warn about, not that it ever comes true, but they, just that they warn is a sign that they care. Who, who hasn't been warned about the unforeseen consequences of doing the right thing? I mean, of doing th the thing that is absolutely necessary. Who among us? It's unreal. How much time and uh, do we have to waste with these effing uh, same old, same old liars? You know. Isn't it tedious? And I say it all the time, but I'll reiterate it, that we will know the country and humanity is on the right track when everything that these Republicans say is accompanied by a laugh track. That's it. Period. When they're like, oh, well, what about it? That makes a perfect sense, Mr. Rowe. One last thing. Um I think this is one where it's going to be very difficult for uh, this. This is one for the where the Democrats are going to overreach. Notice what they said about the people who are going to lose their job. They, most of them would be younger and less educated. So let's make it more difficult for people to get a start in life. Let's do that. Uh, let's increase the deficit by $54 billion. The GDP will be less at the end of the okay. next decade than it, it would be now. otherwise. So let's discourage economic growth at the tide that lifts all boats. Oh my God. And they also fast talk. That's the point. That's what they do. But not that he would be interrupted. That's he's on Fox News. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Where is the rest of it? The Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. The effect of the minimum wage increase on job loss is quote unquote sometimes even positive. They didn't uh, mention that in the Fox News piece. Uh, isn't that weird? In a 2018 fact sheet on a minimum wage increase, the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities noted that historically the impact of minimum wage increases on job losses have been slightly negative, negligible, or sometimes even positive. The fact sheet also clarifies that the CBO 
has previously estimated that low-wage workers as a group gain more income than from higher wages than they lose from, hello, reduced unemployment. That's what the CBO actually said. The Economic Policy Institute estimates that raising the minimum wage to $15 by 2025 would lift nearly 32 million workers. Oh, wait, excuse me, would lift pay for nearly 32 million workers. So, Ray, I hear you. Where are you? Do you hear him? I don't know if you can pick him up on your in your headsets. But that's Ray. Passing the 2021 Raise the Wage Act would decrease government spending on public assistance programs by 31 billion. This is all in the CBO report too. A growing number of small businesses support the increased wage. Surveys suggest small businesses will not be crushed by $15 an hour, according to a CNBC study or survey conducted in the first quarter of 2020. 57% of small businesses said a federal minimum wage would increase, uh, wage increase would have no impact at all on their businesses. Only 8% said that they would have to lay off workers as a result, while 14% said they would have to cut work hours. But that's what they said. You say? We'll see. People's, what people say and people do will, are often diverge. But regardless, conservative media continue to fixate on this one thing, the potential job loss to fearmonger that raising the minimum wage would hurt people at the very bottom. Because that's what they are. They're, they're very concerned about people on the bottom. They don't want them getting too uppity. That's the concern. It's shockingly, uh, the, uh, here's the thing, the, the, it's, we know where we got a long way to go because they can get away with saying shit like that. Just get away with it. Get away with an outright propaganda, nonstop propaganda, selectively edited right out of government reports. It's amazing. It's also, it speaks to how, how disingenuous the entire right-wing ideology truly is. If, what would you think if we caught Democrats doing things like that? Just picking out one part. Now, if we have any examples of it, send it to me. I'd like to see. And we would certainly rip into them. If that's if we could if we could find it, find me. If somebody can send it to me, send me clips of Democrats cherry picking out of uh, out of government, whatever doesn't matter. Just anything, send it to me. But here you go. Here's a prime example of Republicans 
again, well, fixing the facts around the policy, so, so to speak, but completely creating propaganda, outright propaganda to stop the government, we the people, us, the American people, from getting what we not only want, but need. If you're a patriot and you think that living in a country that where the majority can't save $400, where the majority lives check to check, and you think, and you call yourself a patriot, and you think that's okay, then you're, you've been <laughs> tragically misled. I'll put it, I'll be generous. <clears throat> but I see things like this, and it reminds me of, I don't know, studying media from other countries, from countries that we would point to and say they're not free. <sighs> We're in big trouble. We got a long way to go. All right, another thing. <laughs> we're going to do, we're going to do it. I also, before we go, I'm going to do one more story. It's not even a story. I don't know what it is. It's something that happened. Megan McCain, again. There's so many things that happened today. I have, it's hard to keep track. It never stops. Oh, the other good thing. A couple of good things, though. Trump. Not uh, being able to hide his taxes. That's going to be great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm just looking at more right-wingers quotes about the minimum wage. Hannity says, the minimum wage is not going to work out well for anybody. <laughs> Look at these fuckers. Do you hear me? <laughs> Feature. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, I was going to read that. That's from something else. It's unbelievable. It's not going to work out good for anybody. Really? Okay, can we um, quote you on that? But it won't matter. Wait, the cats are fighting. Hey, 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 stop it. Uh-oh, hey, hey. Cats are really having a fight. Hold on. I got to play this video and I have to step away for a second. Well, now with the economy, you know, the typical case would be if they have a restaurant, Charles, with say 10 on the wait staff. The choice comes down to this the manager has to walk out and they go, okay, well, uh, you six are now going to make 20% more. You other four are now going to make zero. That's what it comes down to. And as far as automation, look, I've even seen it here in, in Jacksonville, which is, you know, relatively low cost of living to the local public and amongst uh, other supermarkets, they are adding automation. They're replacing cashiers, checkout people, and now it's self-checkout. Look, businesses will adapt. This is not some... Oh, wow, guys. Sorry, I had to... <laughs> There was an actual cat fight happening in my house. I don't know if you heard it. I don't I couldn't see who was fighting. It might have I had to take Ray and put him in the bedroom. But they were this is not good. I have the whole house 
with the feel these feel away things supposed to make them less stressed they're all on jackson galaxy's peacemaker <laughs> i'm gonna need a pacemaker though jesus Christ. i really can't stand it i love them they better stop fighting it's not it doesn't happen all day but i think what happens is because ray is a kitten i've seen something where he starts to play with them or try to play and then they're because they're set in their ways they start hissing at him and i think that oh god then it turns into then he starts chasing them they chase back and forth then it turns into a fight a real fight could be worse but Holy shit. Yeah, they're having a they're having issues. I and I look at that and I'm like, you even you three are having issues. For what though? I feed you. You got nothing to worry about. You get medical care, you get feedings, you get water, you get special toys. You have a cat tree. What is all this fighting about? It's like, Jesus Christ, we can't live together. They can't live together. Nobody can live together. Right? I can't live with a Republican. I know that. But I thought we were all progressives here. Can't we all just get along? All right, let me play. We're going to talk about Megan McCain quickly. Ooh, only because I can't. <laughs> it's it's like hate watch. Really. But she was on her show today, The View. And then, of course, it's so amazing. Her, I see her name starting to trend. And I'm like, what now? But she was because <laughs> she's the center of the universe. I mean, this is the bottom line. Republicans are the center of the universe in their own mind. That's part of their devolved nature, really. I'll have to think more about that for my. I need to do a psychological paper on them. But they're the center of the universe. I mean, Meghan McCain is is really the a blaring, glaring case in point. But she's almost beyond parody at this point. Here. America about to reach the tragic milestone, milestone. of a half million lives lost to the COVID-19. America trying to be uh, reaching the milestone with the amazing Dr. Jill Biden and uh, as the amazing VP, I mean, uh, First Lady. That's Whoopi. We don't need to hear her. All across the country, did this have to be? Now, this is a clip from George Stephanopoulos. Well, certainly some of it, but not this bad, George. I mean Wait, let me rewind it a little. Sorry. Right. Amazing doctor. Because they play this clip, and then this is... You have to watch this so you understand what Megan McGain gets uppity about. Of us, take a look. 
500,000 Americans, families grieving all across the country. Did this have to be? Well, certainly some of it, but not this bad, George. I mean, I believe that if you look back historically, we've done worse than most any other country. Um, oh, and we're a we're highly developed, rich country. Rather than even think about declaring victory and saying, well, we have herd immunity, we're in good shape, we've got to keep pushing and pushing because this thing could bounce back with the variants very, very quickly. So, Joy, are you ready to, to look at the future? Well, I'd like to, certainly. I mean, I'm getting my second shot this Thursday, and um, I'm hoping that that will alleviate some of the burden, you know, of going out, et cetera, a little bit. But, you know, the thing about this, what he's talking about is interesting. I mean, he said on January 27th, Fauci said, was on a Fox, and he said that um, it's not productive to rehash Trump. Let's look forward to what Biden will do, which is what he's basically saying here again. I, I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. There is this rumbling that Trump is going to think about running again in 2024. The Republicans are split 49 percent or less than 50. Oh, whatever, whatever. Let's get to Megan McCain. Here we go. And right. he must be held responsible and accountable. I don't want to see this happen again in four years. True, true. So, Megan, are you any more optimistic? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, they have to throw to her? Ugh. So, Megan. Ugh. You hear? We're in big trouble. People like her? The whole world is watching, Megan. What are you going to say? What are you going to scintillate us with? Sick. About all of this, do you see an end in sight? Oh uh, really God. quickly, I Here just wanted go. to show a clip of Dana Bash talking to Dr. Fauci this weekend. My parents have yes. already gotten I'm their John second dose. Daughter. Here you They're go. fully vaccinated. Does that mean it's okay for them to spend time with their grandchildren who obviously have not been vaccinated? What's your recommendation? You know, I, I'm not going to make a recommendation now except to say that these are things that we really do. I mean, literally every day, Dana, we look at that, we look at the data, we look at what's evolving about how many people are getting vaccinated, and there will be recommendations coming out. I don't want to be making a recommendation now on public TV. I, we want to sit down with the team, take a look at that. So I was very frustrated when I saw this uh, clip. Here we go. I, I first Best and foremost, I want to say that I, I respect the great tragedy and all the pain I'm that sure has come do. of our handling of the coronavirus. And there are 500,000 Americans hour. that don't no. have family members. And it's horrific and very sad. And the grief that our country is going yeah, through should like not you know. be downplayed. That being said, we are... I, next week will be a year since we left studio. And I have been very responsible in many different ways, as so many Americans have been. And the fact that Dr. Fauci is going on CNN and he, he can't tell me that if I get the vaccine, if I'll be able to have dinner with my family or dinner with, I mean, I don't have any grandparents left, but, you know, older people, if I can go to, to dinner at, at friends' houses who are older, it's, it's terribly inconsistent messaging and it continues to be inconsistent messaging. In, oh, my God. I don't know. Can you hear that in your head? That's how it is with Republicans. I guess this is how they get away with all their bullshit. Because everybody's just like, shut up. Yeah, fine, fine. Trickle down, great. Maskless. 
Dr. Fauci, me, me, I'm John McCain's daughter. Israel in Tel Aviv, one of the messages that they have, I saw a sign that said, get a shot, take a shot. Meaning if I get the vaccine, then I can go out and I can have shots. You, with my you, friends. you, 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 the center of the universe. That's them. You, 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 you. I, I can take a little. She saw something in about Israel, and now she knows everything. She doesn't know shit. This person is exactly what the Republicans are. Nothing. They got no substance. She's nothing. I mean, yes, she's a person. Yeah, but why does this person? Why are they being? Why, why, why? I'm sorry. Why are they on a major network spreading? What? Why? Help me. I know. And then you could say, well, you're adding to it. Well, we're, we're breaking it down. It's like we have to recognize the problem. Look at that. Nobody else will. And it just keeps going on and on and she keeps talking and it keeps getting worse. And th- and then we all have to s- pretend that whatever Republicans say has some kind of legitimacy. She, 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 me, 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 me. Me, me, me. That's her. That's them. Me, Plorbazunum. Is the science in Israel different than the science here in the United States of America? Because Israel has over half of their country vaccinated already and seem to be doing pretty well. Well, Israel also has universal health care. How about that? And that, that's doing pretty well, too. So why don't you advocate for that? Instead of confusing other people. And now I'm, I'm not stupid enough to listen to you and believe you, and follow whatever you say, but clearly some Republicans can't say the same. Yeah, you want to be like Israel? Then let's be like Israel. Because Dr. Fauci didn't say, yes, Megan, you can go out and get your vaccination and then go and sit in a bar and have a shot. Because he's not like a Republican. He's not like Trump, your standard bearer. Just go out and say whatever you could pull out of your ass at the time. Because what I gather is Dr. Fauci doesn't want to kill people. Unlike Republicans who want to kill people, because at this point we gotta—it's it, this can't be an accident. All the dead they they help make, be it dead by COVID, dead by despair, dead by uh, not being able to afford a doctor, needlessly dead. That's what the Republican Party is. That should be on their banners. Needlessly dead. The idea that I can get vaccinated and I won't be able to see friends and nothing in life changes. Nobody wants to see you. Wear masks forever. This is why the we had the pandemic. But then you found a way to zoom in. Now it's like nobody wants to. 
we just we 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 keep trying but nobody wants to admit it we just did this as a whole ruse to get rid of Megan McCain not i mean legally and peacefully get rid of her <laughs> I, I don't understand the downplaying of getting the vaccine because right now we should be wanting as many Americans as possible to get a vaccine. The fact that I, Megan McCain, co-host of The View, uh, don't, I don't know when or how I will be able to get a vaccine because... The oh, world- you, you friggin' you. I, Megan McCain, host of The View. If I can get a vaccine and go have a shot in the bar... With my baby Liberty, who could? Why? What kind of America is this? I don't want to live in an America that doesn't let me do whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want, regardless of the consequences or the stupidity I spread. Look at me. My, uh, after all, my Twitter handle, right underneath my name, it says, live free or die. So how can me, Megan McCain, me, 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 host of The View, co-host, I was generous enough to say co-host. Tell me that if I get the vaccine, if I'll be able to have dinner with my family or dinner with, I mean, I don't have any grandparents left, but, you know, older people, if I can go to to dinner at friends' houses who are older. I don't have any grandparents left. Who cares? I don't have any grandparents left. So I decree that people who don't have any grandparents left can go and be free. Because you know how Republicans only see the light. Me, me, me. They only see the light when something happens to me. Me, 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 me. I, Megan McCain, host of The View. Well, I don't have any grandparents anyway. It's like... It's not about you. And then it's, it's, it's common, though, I have to tell you, when I get emails or tweets or whatever from right-wingers, they always, they do this all the time. They do what she's doing. They make it all about them. And they also bring up points about their lives as if it matters. Like, I don't have any grandparents left, so that means, like, who cares? Really? Oh, well, my father had uh, something wrong, so now I am a staunch advocate for that something wrong. And because me, 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 me. Not that you could ever put yourself in the shoes of anybody else, right? Or think about the bigger picture and why. Yeah, as a responsible adult... A doctor who was asked a random question on a corporate media channel and didn't have all the information why uh, the doctor would want to not uh, definitively give you an answer that you want to hear simply because you want to hear it when you want to hear it like a baby. So maybe the doctor would want to, instead of saying, and that's what he said, I don't want to give you a definitive answer or definitive i'm not going to give you a definitive advice to say go yeah go go do it here in the united states of serfs and lords where 500 thousand people are dead 
of this coronavirus, but you know why they're dead? In fact, they've done a study without Twitter and the Republicans and their misinformation, there would be 40% less dead. Okay? That's a lot of dead. That, that's a lot of needless death on the Republicans. That's what they do, though. This is how they in, inflict, inflict their needless dead, their needless death on us. In fact, that's another thing we need to do as Democrats, as normal people, as progressive, socialist, normal people, to uh, account, make the Republicans accountable for all the needless death. Another way Democrats can, or progressives, normal people can market the liberal message is uh, less, less needless death. Liberals, less needless death. Isn't that nice? Be a liberal. Vote Democratic or whatever. Less needless death. None of, right? None of this. Uh, not that there aren't needless deaths. There always are. But not. We don't do things. We don't hold parties when we kick people off of health care. And we don't see the light solely and exclusively when something happens to us. That's the sign of human beings. You know, you care about things unless, yeah, I don't know, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. You don't, uh, a republic, it's, it's fascinating to me how they only care about a thing if it affects them directly. It's weird. Yes, I care about myself and I care. I'm not always, um, uh, Miss Altruism 2021. Where, where, where? <laughs> It's 2021, I realize. You know, but I don't understand how hard it is. To me, it comes naturally. You care. You see something. You you feel, oh, that's that shouldn't be. That's unjust. But them, they just go skipping around, seeding the world with all their bullshit ideas, like Johnny Rotten Appleseed, and then coming to, uh, coming to uh, into the light only when they when when something happens to them. Well, this is the reason we said to you Republicans in Texas, like, don't make your own grid. You want to regulate industry. You want to regulate the economy you want to regulate friggin infrastructure you know why because who wants to be holding the hot potato when the bridge comes crumbling down you want to be on the bridge you want to take that chance same thing here we have certain standards they are regulated by the community supposedly i mean this is how it's supposed to work if it does work regulated by the community over the sense of selfishness and greed. You see? It shouldn't be the only consideration. Otherwise, you know what happens? You get Texas. You get more needless death. 
right? That's it. I I can't if you had if they had a drinking game for the view and you had a drink every time Megan McCain said I I I I you'd be you you'd be in the hospital with alcohol poisoning that's for sure as so many Americans have been. And the fact that Dr. Fauci is going on CNN and he, he can't tell me that if I get me. the vaccine, if I'll be able to have dinner with my family or dinner with, I mean, I don't have any grandparents left, but, you know, older people, if I can go to, to dinner uh, at I, friends' I, I, houses I. who are older, it's, it's terribly inconsistent messaging and it continues to be inconsistent messaging. In Israel, in Tel Aviv, one of the messages that they have, I saw a sign that said, Get a shot, take a shot. Meaning, if I get the vaccine, then I can go out and I can have shots with my friends. Is the science in Israel different than the science here in the United States of America? Because Israel has over half of their country vaccinated already and seem to be doing pretty well. The idea that I can get vaccinated and I won't be able to see friends and nothing in life changes and that we're going to have to wear masks forever. I I, I don't understand the downplaying of getting the vaccine because right now we should be wanting as many Americans as possible to get a vaccine. The fact that I, Megan McCain, co host of the view uh, do, i don't this is know hell. when or how i will be Are able to get a vaccine because the rollout for my age range and and my health is, is oh my so nebulous God, i have no idea when and how i can get it i want to get it her. call me at three o'clock in the morning i will go any place at any time to get it i want to be responsible oh and obviously my God, wait my turn but still this going. has been a disaster and i understand obviously president <laughs> trump can take much of the blame but now we're in the biden administration oh i for one would like yes. something to look forward to Where and to hope in? for because if getting the vaccine means that just nothing changes and we have to wait another up. few years till everyone gets it. it, it <laughs> I, there's already a lot of people this not getting is it. We're already really having, a, pro- happening. having a messaging problem getting people to take this vaccine. So <gasps> I, I'm over Dr. Fauci. I think we need to have more people oh giving more opinions. God. And I, I honestly, quite frankly, I think the Biden administration wow, should, should wow. remove him and put someone else in place that Holy maybe does shit. understand science and can talk to other countries <laughs> about how we can be more like these places that are doing this successfully. Whoa. <laughs> well, in part, I'll just say this a little... She she really did not shut the f up. Wow, how could you sleep with her? Could you imagine being married to her? That went on for four minutes. No wait, how many minutes? Let me see. One, two, three, three and a half minutes. Holy shit! <laughs> Me, me, Megan McCain. But the irony here, here's the thing. Not irony, but it's typical. Megan McCain, so they wrote about it on Daily Beast, Matt Wilstein. The fact that I, Megan McCain, co-host of The View, don't know when or how I will be able to get a vaccine. I, Megan McCain, co-host of The View, me. The fact that me, 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 me. Me of all the me's on earth. There could be me and you and me and me and me. Little me, my little me, Liberty. But me, me, Megan McCain. Me of all the me's. All of the people that want to be me. Me can't get a vaccine and I've been out of the studio now for t- a year and I can't handle it anymore 
Me. 500,000 dead, but me. Me, 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 me. I'm Megan McCain. You're not in the age range unless you have some underlying condition. How old is she? 30-something? 40? She's not in the age range. She's not in the front of the line. But me, me, me. It's fascinating. Well, not really, but scary is more like it. Megan McCain, who, and here's the other thing. That's another reason why I need you to support the liberal media. Okay, you know, if you don't want to support me, support Mike Malloy, Robin Kincaid, you know, real liberal media. <clears throat> and um, because Megan McCain, she's not that smart. We understand that. And Republicans, they exist in an echo chamber of uh, stupidity and propaganda. And clearly, Megan McCain... Uh, no, I mean, you can't, it's not, I don't know if it's clear, you can't say 100%, but she was getting her information from Ben Shapiro. She's basically read Ben Shapiro's Twitter feed and repeated everything Ben Shapiro wrote on his Twitter feed. Fauci should be fired. This is the, uh, Ben Shapiro's Twitter account. Ben, uh, he writes, Fauci should be fired. Then another tweet. He has been down talk, down talking, excuse me, the efficacy of vaccines at a time when we need precisely the opposite. This is exactly what she said. Verbatim, practically. He has been mirroring the administration's double talk on school reopenings. I gave Fauci the benefit. This is another tweet. After, I gave Fauci the benefit of the doubt for a full year here, but he is simply not an apolitical voice at this point. I'm not saying he's badly motivated. I'm saying he's the top voice for COVID, and he's giving us mixed, his mixed messaging is harmful. <clears throat> and then he goes on, I didn't say, this is another tweet, I didn't say that Trump should fire him. In fact, I said precisely the opposite. I'm saying that if Biden, if the Biden administration's messaging around vaccines have been terrible and Fauci is a major part of that, Biden should can him. This is exactly what she went on to say. This is her argument. So three hours before Meghan McCain goes on the air, she basically regurgitates Ben Shapiro, another right-wing hack. So this the, the hack circle jerk continues, and we, we're all sucked in the, this vortex. Um, of our handling of the coronavirus, and there are 500,000 Americans that don't have family members, and it's horrific and very sad, and the grief that our country is going through should not be oh downplayed. God. That being said, we are, I, I, next week will be a year since we left studio. And I have been very responsible in many different ways, as so many Americans have been. And the fact that Dr. Fauci is going on CNN, and he, he can't tell me that if I get the vaccine, if I'll be able it's to crazy. have dinner with my family, or dinner with, I mean, I don't have any grandparents left, but, it, you know, it, older <laughs> people, if I can go to, to but, dinner. But, 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 
yep. friends' houses who are older. It's, it's terribly inconsistent messaging, and it continues to be inconsistent messaging. In Israel, in Tel Aviv, one of the messages that they have, I saw a sign that said, get a shot, take a shot. Meaning if I get the vaccine, then I can go out and I can have shots with my friends. Is the science in Israel different than the science here Stay in the United home. States of America? Because Israel has over half of their country vaccinated already and seem to be doing pretty well. The idea that I can get vaccinated and I won't be able to see friends and nothing in life changes and that we're going to have to wear masks forever. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand the downplaying Holy of getting the vaccine shit. because right now we should be wanting as many Americans as possible to get a vaccine. Oh my the fact God. That I, I'm Megan sorry. McCain, I'm doing this you again. Uh, do, I don't me, know Megan when McCain. or how I will be able to get a vaccine. Because All right. And then Whoopi goes, what? More like these places that are doing this successfully. <laughs> well, in part, I'll just say this little thing about Israel. Israel uh, had a completely different rollout, and it, it works. It's also a smaller country, and they didn't have a lot of issues with people not wearing their masks. So, yeah, you probably could get your shot, but you're going to go outside and be surrounded by people who have not gotten their shot, and they don't know yet whether how protected you're going to be. This is all stuff that we'll know when the science makes sense. Or we could have him just say, yeah, and then we'll get him on the other side when he's wrong. I don't know well, what is best, but I do but, know that but, no, but I just... I, say, I, I, I know yeah. what I'm saying is controversial. Oh I really do. You got to do... I understand. It, it has nothing to do with you being... And say oh something different. We'll be right what back when we come back. I get, and as Republicans do, they never take their turn and wait they have to butt in and I, I, i'm i'm a liberty live free or die i will always speak my mind that i read off ben shapiro's twitter feed which is my mind because we are the borg we are the collective consciousness or the collective unconsciousness of a greed-centered death cult Oh, my God. And it never ends, guys. So that's why I appreciate everybody who supports the real liberal media. And in fact, for example, we just came. I'm looking at Twitter right now. And I see Ted Cruz, unfortunately. See, Ted Cruz is trying to rehab himself for. Well, that's what Republicans do. They. They F off out of town. When the going gets tough, they leave you on the battlefield every time, that's for sure. But again, here we go. Cancun Cruz went on Hannity tonight to blame what? Not deregulation, not the failure of republicanism and conservatism, but the Green New Deal yet again. That hasn't been enacted. All right, let's keep this in mind. This is how disingenuous Republicans are. They don't want to fix the problems they create. It's a, it's a ruse. The whole thing is a scam. Here, let's listen to We Ted just came Cruz. off of a very difficult week where the grid failed 4 million Texans. And so we need to have a serious examination about why that was, why the grid came short, but one of the major elements of that is actually the policy that Schumer is pushing for the whole country, which is the Green New Deal. You look at Texas right now, about 25 percent of our electricity capacity 
is wind. And yet, in the middle of this storm, that capacity dropped all the way down to 2%. You want to talk about reliability. The, the reality was in the cold, the wind turbines froze, and, and the power generation wasn't there. That needs to be... We just came off of a very difficult week. The wind turbines froze yet again, guys. You know, I know, is because they didn't winterize them. That's it. The winter, well, there are wind turbines in Antarctica, but here we go. Whatever it is, see? Whatever it is that we need to do, what are the Republicans doing? Nothing but standing in the way. It doesn't matter how many needless deaths they create. Well, even right now, who's freezing and or can't drink? Well, like, thankfully, they have the electricity back on, but they can't drink the water. And there's no um, learning from the mistakes. They're out there already. They haven't missed a beat peddling bullshit so we'll get worse and worse and the american people will fall lower and lower on the ladder and things will continue to crumble while the rich will continue to get richer and they'll ensure the gap between rich and poor get, becomes wider that's the future republicans have in store for us we are up against it we're because we also have to fight some of our democratic colleagues or and but we we have a big problem guys the fact that he and the rest of these republicans feel they feel that their job is to go on fox news and lie at while their constituents are currently living in the aftermath of all of the conservative incompetence. They don't want to learn and change and learn from their mistakes. To them, this isn't a mistake. This is just something to get through. Yep, they were holding the hot potato when uh you know when the ch the conservative chickens finally came home to oh the music stopped i guess that's cuz that's really what it is too it's uh it's like musical chairs in hell with republicans which is hell but that's what it's like they know the music is going to stop eventually but who's going to be holding who's going to be left out without a seat and then they got to get up there on Fox News and be like, well, it, it's uh, we did everything correctly. It's that nasty old Green New Deal that doesn't exist. It's not the fact that we didn't weatherize and winterize our uh, renewable energy grid. Not, not, it's not, it has nothing to do with it and everything else that we wanted to do, including get us off the grid so we couldn't, in, when the going got tough, lean on our fellow Americans because, you know, freedom and all. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Rather than... I mean, that's how... That's all we have to know. Why don't... Really, why doesn't the Democrats, the people who... They go on these corporate media channels like... 
Democrat, like AOC, get on there and just call this out. Con- I don't know, whatever. That's I guess that's what I'm doing. But nobody, you know, we don't have as many viewers yet. Yet. All right. Oh my God, guys, guys, guys! I am losing my voice, so we're gonna call it a night for tonight. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Shall we get together tomorrow? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens with my voice. I have more stuff we can talk about. But my, <clears throat> but I can feel my voice getting really raspy. All right, guys, 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 guys. Thank you for hanging out tonight and making me... One less death from despair. We stick together. We win. We're in this together. Join us on our Discord page. Yeah, this is Therapy for the Resistance. It's nice to know we're not alone. I'm not alone. To put it in Megan McCain's terms. (laughs) And yeah, we will win. I just hope I'm alive to see it. Not that, I mean, I'm saying... I hope I live long enough to bask in the universal health care. We'll see. All right, that's what we're doing. My my name is Tara Devlin. I want to thank you all for hanging out. I also want to thank our new patrons, Claire and Mark and Stephanie and Hal and Rodney. Thank you so much for doing what you do, going to Tara... Wait, going to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to become a patron, to take that extra step. That means that we can not only keep going, but we will keep growing. And we will win. All right, guys, guys, we will win. I'm losing my voice. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. I can barely get this word out. I hope I don't, maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and be like, that happened to me once, too. I lost my voice when I was younger. I woke up and I was like, eh, eh. I couldn't talk. But I haven't been, they haven't been able to shut me up since. Guys, guys, thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. Remember what I say. We stick together. We win. I'll see you very soon.